Indiana. The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, May 1st, 2021. Along with producer co-host Justin Kenny. I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you'd like to be part of the show, if you have a question, a comment, suggestion, etc., 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 Hey, we've got the Automotive Color and Supply text line open at 46862. 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. Uh, Before we get to our first guest, got just a couple of things uh, to share with you. The Comets beat Wheeling 3-1 in ECHL hockey at the Coliseum. They'll travel to Wheeling tonight and then play in Indy on Sunday and then Tuesday before returning home to Coliseum Ice Friday hosting the Fuel. You might think, wait a minute. Sunday is supposed to be a home game. Eh, not so fast. Florida had to cancel. So, anyway, we'll be talking to Michael Franke a little bit later on in the show. We'll get the lowdown on that. Also, want to say congratulations to former Bluffton High School football standout Dwayne Eskridge, who was taken by Seattle in the second round of the NFL draft on Friday out of Western Michigan. He is a wide receiver, and if I'm not mistaken, for the Bluffton Tigers, he was an outstanding running back, kind of a Mr. Do-Everything for the Bluffton Tigers. So congratulations to Mr. Dwayne Eskridge for uh, putting uh, Bluffton High School and uh, in such on the map in uh, NFL football. So. Had had a very good um, you know senior game, really busted out of the scene with uh, with his with his uh, performance on pro day with Western Michigan. So as good as he was in college and really you could see him being an NFL player, he really vaulted himself into the second round because of his performance uh, post senior season. So congratulations to Dwayne and I know there's a lot of a lot of excited people in Bluffton this morning. Yes indeed. Yeah, and and he's one of the more decorated athletes uh, to come out of Bluffton High School. Well, maybe perhaps since uh, if I'm not mistaken Adam Ballinger. All right. Uh, yeah. On the basketball side, uh, did some uh, outstanding things in his collegiate career and beyond. So, uh, congratulations there. So, with that underway, let's talk pickleball. And I, I'm we're going to talk pickleball because the USA Great Lakes Pickleball Regional is going to be taking place June 17th through the 20th at Wildwood Racquet Club. And on the Talk and Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is Heidi Klein-Richard. Heidi, good morning. Welcome to Talk and Sports. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us on today. Oh, our pleasure. Our Pickleball is exploding, and we've talked about it a few times on the show already, about the popularity growth, and, and it's not just a certain, let's say, seasoned age demographic anymore. It, there are uh, people of all age demographics. Anybody and everybody can play pickleball, and more and more pickleball courts are are popping up all over, uh, especially, let's say, uh, former tennis courts that have been maybe gone unused are becoming pickleball courts, and they're very well populated. So uh, talk first, Heidi, a little bit about the popularity of pickleball around northeast Indiana, if you would. 
It is just absolutely exploding everywhere. Like you said, unused, um, you know, housing additions, tennis courts that aren't being used, they're lining those courts. We have a couple local dentists in town that have built barns, put pickleball courts in. Um, Wildwood Racquet Club, you know, here right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, really bit off uh, pickleball this year because of the pandemic and no, no places to play inside. So this winter we were able to uh, buy pickleball memberships and play inside at Wildwood. But it's all over. It's in our park. Um, there, are, there are courts just popping up everywhere. Jury Park has four lit courts. Um, Lions Park uh, by Zollner Stadium, mm-hmm. there are courts there. It's just exploding. And, and like you said, it's, it's not just one age demographic anymore. It's we have junior tournaments. We have wheelchair tournaments. We have um, professional tennis players that are coming into pickleball that are really exploding, you know, the higher levels of pickleball, too. But you don't have to just compete. You can go out and have fun. It's a great way to meet people in Fort Wayne, um, all ages, all levels, um, singles, doubles. It's just it's an amazing sport. Well, what, what I like about it, and my friend Gino Hauser introduced me to pickleball actually a, a couple of years ago, took me over to Messiah Lutheran Church, and uh, I was schooled, uh, I think, by <laughs> by a lady by the name of Edna, who uh, anyway was uh, not in my age demographic, but not far from. But anyway, I, I digress. But I noticed it was easy to play. There is strategy involved. And there are rules that you do have to follow. So it's not just you you hit it back and forth. I was told at one time pickleball is like ping pong, ping pong on steroids, except you're standing on the ping pong table. Is, is yes. that close? It's close. That is that. It's racquetball and it's tennis, and it's kind of all put together. And um, yeah, and you're, you're, you have crazy phrases like you know, don't step in the kitchen, yes. and you know, the non volley zone. It's just a whole new sport, but it has a lot of familiarity with other sports that we already are used to. So, and and like you said, you can play it. You know, you can play someone older or younger than you are, and they could beat you, or you could beat them. It, it can go either way. Um, but and there is a competitiveness to it as you as you grow. There's great strategy, and we have local local players that actually give lessons. You know, um, Ryan Kearns, who mm-hmm. is the local pickleball pro at Wildwood Racquet Club. You know, I mean, Mindy Yoder, Mark Cunningham. There's, there's a whole bunch of people in town that even are you know branching out and giving lessons because people are hungry to learn the game and improve. And a bunch of us just got back from Naples, Florida. We were playing in the U.S. Open down there. Had a blast. Over 2,000 participants. So, I mean, it's it's really, it, I, I can't encourage people enough. It's it's just a great sport. Helped a lot of people mentally through the pandemic that we've just come through. So, it, you know, we still played through it. We were able to play outdoors and and it's it's just a it's a, it's a great great opportunity. Well, and and I remember going out to uh, the McMillan Community Center, formerly the McMillan Ice Arena, where there were several pickleball courts on a Sunday morning. Uh, once again, at Gino's suggestion, and I watched some outstanding pickleball players. And you mentioned you know, Ryan Kearns, uh, Mark Cunningham, uh, Gabe Lopez, people like that. And in watching uh, them play, and in it was mixed doubles when I got out there. I'm, and and watched and it was just so much fun but there was there was uh, you know a a measure of athleticism strategy and it's just a whole lot of fun and i'll tell you what i remember when i did my first foray into pickleball and i I wear fitbit and i got to ten thousand steps in a great big hurry (laughs) that was you do the the exercise is unbelievable i i play tennis regularly too but i mean i you get way more steps and exercise in pickleball and before you know it three hours has gone by and you're like am i still playing it's just that much fun 
It is. Well, Heidi, let's talk about this uh, USA Great Lakes Pickleball Regional that's going to be taking place June 17th through the 20th at Wildwood, where, by the way, they now offer the the pickleball-only memberships there at Wildwood. But we have 550 players coming in from around the Great Lakes region. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. This tournament acts as a qualifier for a larger tournament that many pickleball players are hungry, you know, to be part of. So there's a national tournament in November um, in Indian Wells, and you have to play in a regional qualifying tournament in order to register and be put in a lottery system. So there's a Southwest tournament. There's a Great Lakes Regional Tournament. So we are blessed and lucky to be able to have the Great Lakes Regional Tournament here in Fort Wayne, Indiana for the next two years. We share it with uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. So, um, But we're, we're happy to have it back. And um, so if you play in one of these tournaments, it'll allow you then to register for the national tournament. If you get a gold medal in one of these qualifiers, you get something called a golden ticket which means you get automatic entry into the national tournament in November. So it's a highly sought-after tournament. Um, We're really trying to showcase Fort Wayne as the place, the premier pickleball place. Uh, We'd like to have this tournament every year and not share it with Kalamazoo. But um, I have all kinds of Fort Wayne businesses that are involved with us that we're we're great for. PNC Bank is our title sponsor. Um, We also are sponsored by Franklin Pickleball, uh, Ages Dental. I, I can't tell you the number of Fort Wayne businesses that I've approached that are like pickleball absolutely we want to sponsor that this is exciting and it's bringing in new people um all of our hotels and restaurants are joining us in this so it's something that Fort Wayne should really be proud of well i know i'm getting a little bit ahead but but heidi if someone is listening right now and is interested in becoming a, a, another sponsor of this event uh can they still do that and if so how do they uh get in contact with you they absolutely can do that. We would welcome it. And, and again, we are encouraging all of our players, even our local players, to frequent all of our sponsors. So, like, at DeBrand's Chocolate, for instance, is giving us a free chocolate for every player. And it's just bringing, you know, business into our local businesses. So, if anybody would be interested in sponsoring, you could, you know, get a hold of me um, or FortWaynePickleball.com would be, F- I'm sorry, FWPickleball.com would be a way to get in touch with our president. Um, who can help us with that? I don't know if you're able to, you know, give out my number if anybody calls, but please do that. I'm, I'm in charge in charge of the sponsorships. So we just have amazing business. Vera Bradley um, donating, you know, some nice prizes for our participants as well. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that is like we just oh the Hayes Group. I, we just have I can't even name them all. We're very blessed and excited to have Fort Wayne behind this this great tournament. Indeed. We're talking this morning with Heidi Klein-Richard, and uh, we're talking about the USA Great Lakes Pickleball Regional and, and pickleball in general. And if you haven't tried pickleball yet, why not? Try it out, and, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to love it. And it's a great form of exercise, competition, and uh, networking as well. It's a great great way to get out and meet people, too. So this regional is going to be uh, women's doubles, men's doubles, and, and as well as mixed doubles. Now, in, in as you said a little bit earlier about the, the lower age demographic, too, there's even a juniors uh, portion of the tournament as well, correct? There is a junior tournament, and I, I think we can credit the Grubbs brothers, Josh and Zach Grubbs, for getting that uh, started with Great Lakes Regional. They have young sons that are coming into the scene of pickleball here locally and out of Leo, and they are they are pro, uh, professional pickleball players as well. They also own Pickleball Rocks, which is a, a local pickleball merchandising company that ships products all over the world. Uh, they're a very popular company. So I think they were in charge of 
you know, really spearheading the junior portion of this, where I think it's going to be one of our first or second times of hosting the junior aspect of the tournament. So I think there might even still be room to sign up for the junior tournament. But it's it's at the same time, you know, it goes on for the, you know, for the juniors as well. And there's also a singles um, bracket. So we have singles, doubles, mixed doubles, which is, you know, mixed men and women, um, a lot of fun, just different ages, too. So if you register, you could play in the 19-plus division. And then if you're 35 or older, you can register in the 35 and older division. And then we get into the seniors. And then we get into the pros. It's just such a huge event. And we were hoping to be able to have spectators this year. But as of this day, I don't believe we're able to do that. We're going to watch the local health guidelines. Um, and that could change by June. Yes, uh, and of course, yeah, everything is is kind of uh, uncertain there as to the future when when events are uh, is still out a little little ways. Will there be any kind of social media presence or anything, uh, any kind of Facebook Live or anything like that that uh, uh, will be helpful in uh, in social media? Yes, there will be social media presence, and that will be posted on the website. Um, I'm off the top of my head. I can't tell you what will be here, but it will be live streamed. You will be able to watch uh, a lot of the matches that are being played, especially on the PNC head, you know, headline court. Um, they will, those will be where the gold medal rounds will be, will be played. So you should be able to catch that on Facebook live. Well, you always know when there is a sport that is uh, becoming popular, when you see equipment, in the big box stores, <laughs> because yeah. I, I've seen it now. In fact, I was uh, I was at the Myers store on Maysville uh, the other day, and they have an end cap display of uh, pickleball equipment. And this is something you could do in your driveway, out in the street. You could do it down in your basement on a, on a you know a, a lightly carpeted floor. Anything where, let's say, a very in the, the ball is uh, akin to a, a hard wiffle ball, and right. uh, it, it's. So it's so easy. So it's not a small ball that you're going to swing and miss. It's it's easy and it's fun. I like and what you referenced too. We have um, a couple of people here that play locally with us. They have a court in their cul-de-sac, and and it's a great you know. They go out in the evenings with their with their other neighbors and they and their kids, and they throw up the, the, the temporary net. They they play every night in their cul-de-sac. You don't have to go to a park or a tennis court. I mean, you're right. You can do it in your driveway. Yes, and and it's it's so much fun, and uh, I encourage everybody to get out and give it a try and uh, and enjoy it. Well, Heidi, thank you so much for joining us this morning on Talk and Sports and in sharing the information about the USA Great Lakes Pickleball Regional that's going to be uh, June 17th through the 20th at Wildwood Racket Club, where 550 people from around the Great Lakes are going to be spending that weekend make impact of a sport in this community that's bringing the in to our community and it's revenue that wouldn't otherwise uh, be sustaining our jobs and in our uh, businesses as well so we thank you for that as well but uh, Heidi thank you for joining us thanks for having me on have a great day all right that was Heidi Klein Richard uh, one of the organizers of the USA Great Lakes Pickleball Regional Justin have you ever played pickleball I've not played pickleball. Oh my goodness, it's it's fun. Missing out, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, okay, Edna that schooled me that first night at Messiah. She, I think she turned eighty. <laughs> but, but seriously, a former she was a former tennis player, and she just and her wrists were so supple and so strong, and it's like boom. And it was almost like a Randy Johnson fastball coming at you. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible, but so much fun. And 
there's so many people I, I was able to meet just that night out sure. there, and it's just it was kind of an open gym uh, thing, and, and it was great, and I appreciate uh, uh, Gino Hauser for introducing me to it, and then if I ever get any extra time, I'm going to play some more. I might go to Meyer and get one of those rackets. Yeah, there you go. Who knows? Get the wife out in the uh, in the park or in the uh, driveway. I know, or she can get me out. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, well, maybe. He's cursing one of us on I'll, that home right now. It's usually you. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it at this For point. For your Guns and Roses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll tell you what. We're gonna go ahead, step out, take a break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking some tin caps baseball. Now, before we do, I want to tell you real quick about my friends at Culligan. Oh, reverse osmosis drinking water systems. It's something we have in our kitchen faucet. It's, it's a little tank that sits underneath the kitchen sink. And then we have just a little like a, it looks like the easy button on the, on the counter. You turn on your water, your cold water, you press that button, boom, it turns into pristine bottled water, filtered water. It is so good and, and it's so healthy for you. Give my friends at Culligan a call right now, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. You can buy a system. You can rent a system. You can try it out. Give them a call, 484-8668. Reverse osmosis drinking water system by Culligan. Do it today. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to Talk and Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. All right, is that a Q2 or a Q3 expense? Dwayne's CPA went MIA. Not. To keep his books and his sanity, he needs to find a replacement ASAP. Hey, Johnny, have you ever heard of a fungible good? Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, Mother's Day. Mm, just picking out some gifts at Kohl's. There's a KitchenAid mixer calling my name. Your name? Doing some self-gifting, huh? No, that's for my mom. Making some love language. Uh, love that. The Fitbit, that's for me. Getting it for the self-care and the Kohl's cash. That's a big deal. So's the 20% off and free store pickup. I can get it all in less than an hour. Talk about shopping goals. 20% off for valid April 28th through May 2nd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. 
With so many roofing companies in the area, it's tough to be sure you're partnering with the right business to get the job done. Alliance Exteriors is here to make that decision easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal roofing, shingle roofing, and more. They promise to take care of you for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to years after the job is completed with a lifetime warranty. Fan listeners, Alliance Exteriors has an exclusive offer for you. Mention this ad for a $3,000 rebate on your roof. Hurry, spring and summer spots filling up quickly. Call Alliance Exteriors today, 908-5465. Check out their Facebook or visit their website, AllianceExteriorsIN.com, to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate. All estimates come with an exclusive 10-point inspection, a $129 value for free. Book with your VIP offer now to save $3,000 off the last roof you will ever put on your home. Don't forget to ask about their first responder discount. Start the process with Alliance Exteriors, your partners for life. Does it feel like finding clothes in your fit is impossible? Tired of feeling overwhelmed with options that just aren't right? Let the experts at Stitch Fix do the shopping for you. At Stitch Fix, we make sure each piece is hand-selected for your life. So whether you're staying home or on the go, Stitch Fix has the answer for what to wear. We make it easy to find what works for you. Signing up takes just a few minutes, and styles are delivered directly to your door. Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, your style delivered. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shuffler on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday, May 1st, just three days away from opening day with the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Oh, things Justin says during break. Well, if we have time, we'll tell you at the end of the show. <laughs> this is actually a story we can tell, too. Oh, so yeah, you. it is one. And <laughs> Oh, my goodness. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply Text Line, 46862. You know what, though? With baseball in the air, like I said, my my Leo Lions JV baseball team, well, they want to come in and do the show someday, too, by the way. And... Uh, uh, we're now five and four. Won a couple of games. Uh, one at the Ash Center, and and remember that that kid that I told you about that threw the no hitter. Yeah. A little earlier. Mm-hmm. Hey, he pitched again. Guess what? Another one. Yep. Now, did he have the same catcher? Was it he a did. Freshman catcher. Yeah, and it's a freshman catcher. He's who's calling the pitch. Yeah. Right now and doing an outstanding job. So of course <laughs> this pitcher. Um, Pitched some varsity, I guess, last night. So anyway, but uh, but having a blast. Oh my gosh, these kids are so great to work with. It's a lot of fun. But and then now I got to go over to Hamilton Park at eleven fifteen because my five year old grandson Wesson has his first machine pitch game. Oh, nice. And uh, you know it's opening day there, and of course it's May first. My uh, well now 11, I got two eleven year old grandsons now because Maddox has his company because his cousin Caleb turns eleven today. So other than that, I'm doing... No, yeah, and but, a beautiful uh, day for, for opening day oh, in the yeah. park. I remember freezing. I, I don't remember the nice opening days for Little League. I just remember the ones that were just absolutely brutal, Hamilton Park, in the Saturday mornings, trying to get pictures. You played at you know, 10, 11, or you know, noon, you were standing around. It, 
it was rough. Not that I recall, but my opening day at St. Joe Little League in 1970 was May 22nd. Wow. We played into the first part of July, All-Stars, and, and we butted up against school right after Labor Day. But anyway, let's talk tin caps because... On the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, is Fort Wayne Tin Caps President GM, Mr. Mike Nutter. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. It's great to be on with you. Oh, my goodness. It's it's finally happening. The long-awaited opening day for the Fort Wayne Tin Caps is Tuesday, May 4th, and I, I couldn't be more excited about the fact that we are going to have baseball in Fort Wayne at Parkview Field professionally, and and let's let's start out though. Those that are attending the game will be asked to wear masks. Correct? No question. It's a rule mandated by Major League Baseball for all the major and minor league venues. Uh, we once you get into the ballpark, you know, so we're asking people to to do that because uh, that's what Major League Baseball has said is required for us to have a season. And to be clear, that's to start the season. Do I think that will change during the year? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're obviously getting a ton of pushback. You know, I don't I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook, but, you know, at last count there were hundreds of fans yesterday posting that they'd never come back because we're mandating masks. One, <laughs> not our rule. Two, we want to be safe as possible. I understand that you're like, I am fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I am talking to you guys fully vaccinated. When I walk around the venue, I will wear it to not send a mixed message. It's required. There's a lot of people pushing back. Hey, we're never coming again. Folks, the alternative is we don't play again this year. And it's a pretty easy decision for us to make in that regard. Yeah, and people will have to make that decision. If they don't want to come back, then they don't. But then they're going to miss out on something that they've loved to do because of this this small inconvenience, if you will. It, it, it just anyway, well, everybody's you know got their right to their opinion and in, in their decisions. But uh, that's interesting. But Mike, I, I want to ask you what. Will the casual fan, because now we are going to be high A, kind of flip-flopping with the California League, the Midwest League is now high A as opposed to low A, will the casual fan notice a difference in in level from low to high A? That's a, that's a great question. I would say in, 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 in most instances, probably not. Um, in some, I think it might take a year or two. I think we might have talked about this another week. I think it might take a year or two to kind of flush everything out in terms of, with a lost season last year, what does this roster look like compared to what it normally might and things like that? It certainly is a brand of better baseball. I think the casual fan may not. I would hope that going forward there would be, you know, one tick better of baseball. And we're proud of the low eight ball that we always play. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But, you know, hopefully you see a little more pinpoint control with guys. Maybe not as much free swinging, you know, on the stuff that, that isn't strikes and around the plate. You know, a lot of people have said the best minor league level of baseball is double A over the years where you get a lot of the really good prospects on the way up. And, uh, you know, we're one step below that in high A. We're excited about it. I had a chance to meet the team last night when they uh, came out and worked out and um, you know, again, to the fans pushing back, I'm not here to pick a fight. People know that we love all of our fans. We understand, like you said, they have choices to make. But as we did our team meeting last night out in the dugout, every guy was masked. Again, to some people listening to us, they might think that's the most ridiculous thing. 
our players just want to play. We just want to have a season. And so, you know, we just can't wait to get this thing going. As far as some names, our roster has not officially been released, but there's some names that, that we can get out there. Tierso or Nalos is a prospect in the outfield that we had a couple years ago. Before I go anything further, I would say that we probably have more returning than we ever have because of mm-hmm. the <laughs> And so with the comments, I always look at them every, every year, and I, I'm, I'm envious, going, oh, man, they got or the, or the Matt Ann. So they got that guy back. They got this. They got that. You know, that kind of thing. And and so I think most of our position players, other than our catchers, have all played in Fort Wayne before, some of the pitchers as well. So that's good for us as well in this crazy year of when we're mandated to send the guys on three buses on the road to distance and things like that, to already have a relationship with so many of these guys. Well, you know, and it's it's interesting because – because yeah, the the flip flopping from low to high, I mean, like you said, yeah, uh, the familiarity with with some of these players. But yeah, these guys now are one step closer to majors. And when you look at, at the Fort Wayne Tin Caps uh, historical roster and add in the Wizards too, you know, even in low A, how many players have have we seen in Fort Wayne, just Fort Wayne alone, that have reached the major leagues? I mean, just under 200 at the low A level. That's incredible. That is remarkable. I mean, with some superstars, Mr. Tatis is the face of baseball right now. The Jake Peavy's, the Corey Kluber's of the world, you know, David Freezes that have won, you know, Cy Young's World Series MVP, some of the biggest stuff, the Tory Hunters, all the people. And there's, I mean, it's hard to turn on a major league game right now. Uh, Trey Turner's probably an all-star this year. Mm-hmm. Half the Cleveland Indians roster feels like was a four-way <laughs> gin cap at one time or another. You know, it's pretty wild, and uh, w- w- it's so cool to turn on games. And sometimes, I don't mean it like arrogantly, but you forget about a guy. And then I'm watching a game, and it's like, wait a minute, that guy just, you know, uh, I didn't. I've never forgotten about Big Franmil Reyes, but he hit two more bombs the other night for the Indians, and one was like 470 feet, and he was with us for a year and a half. And so it's really pretty cool. Anderson Espinosa is a pitcher of ours that was involved in a major league trade with the Padres and Red Sox. He was a top 10 or 15 prospect in all of baseball, and unfortunately, Anderson had Tommy John surgery. Then he needed it again. You know, he's on our roster. We're going to get to see him this year. I mean, John's kind of an epidemic. John's surgery, not the guy. He's uh, kind of an epidemic that's taken over our game. And it's really unfortunate. The Padres have been hit hard. Michelle Baez, Adrian Morahal, and a couple of former Caps have had their Tommy John surgeries in the last few weeks. Uh, we hope Anderson rehabs with us and gets out of here quickly. But a great young man and an awesome pitcher. And, you know, and, and to talk about Tommy John's surgery, uh, in today's baseball uh you know the era does the rehab from tommy john occur much quicker than it used to or is it about the same uh, rehab period great now? question so i think they have cut a couple off but it's still you know those guys probably plan on missing an entire full season and sometime parts of the next one and so uh it's just uh uh it, it really is wild and people have struggled i mean you're a huge fan and a coach and you know, people have struggled to determine why. I mean, people ask mm-hmm. me all the time, why do you think that is? And it's like, 
you know, I don't know what the human body's made for, but guys, I mean, it's hard to find a major league pitcher that doesn't throw in excess of 90. And it wasn't that long ago that that was the average major league fastball. But now, I would guess you could go to every major league bullpen with five guys or more throwing 95 and up. And so, um, you know, is it specialization? Is it overthrowing when they're a kid? I don't know. It just, uh, you know, my son had an arm surgery, not Tommy John surgery, but he had an arm surgery, you know, a couple years ago, and he never pitched and played multiple sports. And as his dad, we never overdid it. He never played year-round, and we took months off. And so it's just one of those things It's kind of hard to determine. But it seems like more and more guys need it than ever. Well, and if people are familiar with Jared Parker, the Norwell High School alum uh, who ended up pitching for the Arizona Diamondbacks and Oakland A's, uh, had not one, not two, but three Tommy John surgeries. And if you would ever have seen him pitch, his mechanics were so perfect. Uh, to the naked eye to watch him release a pitch and the ball coming out of his hand and the rotation and, and just everything was was perfect in textbook. But yet he ended up with three Tommy John. In, in fact, they, they say that, you know, after the second Tommy John, he had the third one. They said after, you know, when you have three, you, it's the Jared Parker. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's but that was something that the Jared Parker, you, you couldn't understand why. And it's perhaps maybe just the the completely unnatural movement of throwing a baseball overhand. I don't know. No, but, uh, no question. And it breaks your heart because we're all friends with Jared and the family and his brother. And, oh, yeah. You know, just like you said, literally, you know, I mean, not like cliche, like literally picture perfect, uh, you know, mechanic. Oh, like thing Mark of beauty. Pryor, yeah. Like Mark Pryor that was like the epitome, that high pick, like this guy's going to be a Roger Clemens, a Nolan Ryan, and pitch forever. And, and, again, he couldn't do it either. And so it's hard to say. And uh, But, again, hopefully he comes back from it. Uh, Anderson will be with us. We love the roster. And then sometimes we've been on the show and talked about the other teams, the Albert Pujols, Alex Rodriguez, mm-hmm. Mike Trout, Will Myers, Eric Hosmers of the world that have come in on the other team. And we're going to start today against uh, West Michigan Whitecaps, the Detroit Tigers high-A affiliate. And number one overall pick, first round, first pick in the draft, Spencer Torkelson is a future Tigers superstar. He's going to play his first professional game ever at Parkview Field on Tuesday and be with us for a week, so that's really cool as well. Well, Mike, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you this question, and of course we talk about it every year, but uh, what are you excited to showcase to the fans at Parkview Field this season? You know what? The new video board system is absolutely amazing. And it's not just the big board on the outfield wall or or up on the treetops, which is amazing in itself and high definition. And I didn't think the other one was bad until you see this one. And then it's like, this is amazing. There's new outfield LED high def in the outfield walls. Then there's also displays all around the concourse, including at the guest services the new sound system, you know, it's a little unique, as we talked about last week. Fans are not going to be on the field doing the promotions and doing that kind of stuff like normal. But we have the sights and sounds with the video and audio to uh, to really do the best anybody can do with promotions. And then the next thing, and again, it, it's not the hot button that it used to be, but since there was a game in here at the end of 2019, the netting has been extended down further down the first and third baselines again 
Not everybody loves it, but I'm here to tell you 90-some percent of the people love it. And it's just the thing for fan safety with families and people. It's a social game. Games can last three hours, as we know. The people, are, you know, at times take their eye off the ball. And so we just love that. As a dad, as a guy, this is my 30th year working in minor league baseball. Um, you know what? It's one of those things that if we have less incidents because of foul balls, uh, that's great for everybody. Oh yeah, and and that's that's the beauty of Parkview Field in and of itself is that it is there as a social uh, area as well. When you go to a Tin Caps game, you're going to go to a Tin Caps game for the baseball, for the food, for the beverage, but for friends, for for networking, for people, for the social aspect too. And and I'll tell you what, if if unfortunately if you've ever uh, seen someone hit by a baseball you will know why the netting is there and it's a, it's for safety reasons and believe me like i think you said it best mike last year when when the netting first came into play is that where is the most coveted seat in a ballpark and that's behind home plate and guess what's behind every single home plate in baseball a screen netting or a fence of some kind and people still love those seats yeah there's no question about it and all the scouts at major league and minor league games are right behind home hey we're just excited you know we wish we were fully capacity we're right around three thousand there's a few hundred left for opening night we wish people didn't have to do the masks and some of the stuff but we'll take it and tuesday night we start with a six game homestand and it's going to be emotional for a lot of us that have had to furlough people and had to say goodbye to friends and, and have lost loved ones. David Moz, the head guy from the Act Quick Change, the promotional mm-hmm. Act Quick Change, passed away from COVID. Yes. Uh, my daughter had it a couple of weeks ago, really extreme case, with a day or two from going to the hospital for her lungs. We've all been through a lot emotionally and some people physically. We are just excited to welcome our great fans back, to welcome hundreds of part-time workers back, and to be a part of the healing for our our community and our region with getting people back together. And who knows, maybe by July 1st, we'll put eight or 9,000 people back in that beautiful ballpark again. Yes, just helping this community get a little bit more back to normal. Mike, thank you so much, and can't wait for Tuesday, May 4th. I can't either, and I can't wait for our weekly segment. So thanks so much. All right, Mike, talk to you next Saturday. Absolutely. All right. That was Mike Nutter, President GM of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, on our weekly Tin Caps chat. We're going to go ahead and step out take a break. We'll be back with Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis. When we return, you're listening to Talk and Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the shops of Scott Road. Blademan's is the area's authorized dealer for Benchmade, Protech, Microtech, Spyderco, Pogue, Medford, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance Knives, and more. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates at Blademan's Facebook page. Maybe it'll be Microtech Monday or Tactical Tuesday, even Flashlight Friday. Could it be a nine-line weekend? You never know. Follow along and find out. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and upgrade your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at the Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. 
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Experience America's favorite vape with the Views Ultra Welcome Bundle. Get one Slate device and three smooth tastes with your choice of nicotine level. All for just $9.99 plus tax when you enter code WELCOME at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. Based on 2020 retail scan data of reported total Views Auto sales volumes. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply, Saturday, May 1st, 2021, along with Justin Kenny from OPS and Outside the Huddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for joining us. We're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. If you'd like to get a hold of us and be part of the show, do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line. 46862, 46862, put TS in front of your message in case you're just joining us. You miss Heidi Klein Richard talking about the USA Great Lakes Pickleball Regional. You also miss Mike Nutter of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps talking about opening day in the six-game homestand at Parkview Field. Had a text that came in that says, uh, TS, any idea of DraftKings will be taking live sports betting at the pickleball tournament? I don't know. But like you said, Justin... Are they doing ping pong? So why Any, not? Anything's possible. Yes. So uh, thanks for that text, and uh, we'll, we'll welcome more at 46862. 46862, put TS in front of your message. And on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, is University of St. Francis Athletic Director Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jim. How are you, my friend? I am wonderful this morning. Should be a beautiful day. High in the low 70s. Uh, Going to get over to Hamilton Park for my grandson's uh, opening day machine pitch Little League game. And then my stepdaughters have their first softball game out at Leo Grable this afternoon. So that means hot dogs for lunch and Gatorade uh, in in my seats. And uh, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, Yeah, and then I think the day is finishing for us at the Ultra Zone. Um, a little little birthday party for a young man. My understanding is yeah. my, my son is going to a birthday party over at UltraZone tonight. Yes, indeed. And, and me being a grandfather, get the uh, privilege of uh, uh, babysitting the younger brother. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> I don't young... know if you're going to be over there shooting it up with the kids or not. <laughs> I'd, I'd pull a muscle uh, or, or worse. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, and, and I'm not taking the easy way out either. Uh, the Ronan, uh, who won't be three until July, July or so, um, yeah, he's um, he's going to be work for Diane and I both, so should be a lot of fun. But yeah, happy birthday once again to 11 year old Caleb, uh, and he's having a party for his uh, his buddies today. But uh, holy cow, we got a lot to talk about in a short period of time. We've got baseball to talk about, softball wrapped up their regular season, uh, won the nightcap of their game nine to seven over Goshen, but uh, in, in the, of course track and field. Uh, the Lancer Invitational, but as you alluded to on Twitter, this, this track and field team just keeps breaking records after records after records. <laughs> this, this is phenomenal. They do. They uh, they're 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 a heck of a squad to rally behind, and and they've been so much fun to watch over the last couple of years. And you know, we don't have a lot of seniors. We've got a couple, uh, but there are a lot of underclassmen that are doing this, and uh, obviously led by Alex Epitino, our sophomore, who is. <clears throat> Just shattering every record we have from a distance standpoint, but now you've got jumpers is, is something we've never really, you know, without a facility on 
campus, it's hard to recruit kids that want to be sprinters and jumpers because we don't have a facility for them to practice and get better at. So when you see some of these uh, people like Lexi Moriarty coming out and, and continuing to win um, meets every single time she goes, and you know it's it's fun. Coach Allison came in here in 2016 and and really kind of took on the task of building that program up, and and he's done a phenomenal job. And the cross country coach uh, Corey Birchmeyer, who works with him hand in hand. They just they get the most out of their kids, and uh, again, for not having a facility on campus and what they do and the sacrifices they make to go out and get better, uh, it's it's fun to see them reap some rewards here. And uh, you know, we we've got some work to do when it comes to you know being the best cross country or track team in the conference uh, because it's so strong right now. But we're we're right in the mix, and then I love I love watching these kids go compete, and they they always answer the bell. Oh, it, yeah, it's great. And, and like you mentioned, you know, Alex Epitino, how often have we talked about her, you know, both during the cross-country season and now in track as well. And let's segue now into baseball. 32-19 and 19 overall record, 22-12 and 12 in the crossroads. They finished the regular season at Huntington University today with a doubleheader. And if, Huntington University's baseball diamond, probably one of the most beautiful settings for baseball yeah. in, in all the Midwest. I remember playing there... Uh, in, in summer ball uh, in high school and uh, you, you go down the steps uh, through the wooded yeah. steps and, and then this jewel of a baseball diamond just opens up to you and uh, my goodness I mean over the years it's been even updated and, and it's even more beautiful today than it was then and, and then it was breathtaking and uh, it's just a great place to play baseball but but uh, this Cougar team is special yeah yeah, lost two yesterday down there at Huntington, and uh, you know had some some weird circumstances. So Casey Henry, who's supposed to pitch the first, takes a, an overthrow into the back of his ear and his head, mm. knocked out of the game, and isn't able to pitch game one. So Connor Adams comes in and <clears throat> does a great job, gets knocked around early, but then settled down and gave us a chance to win. And and it came up a little short, and then in the second game, Tanner Gas kind of rolling, and uh, guy hits a home run down the down the right field line, I think it was, and. Uh, was potentially a foul ball, and and uh, so the next guy comes up and hits a fly ball to the other side of the field. And Tanner made a comment to the the umpire, I guess that's a foul ball too, and ends up getting ejected from the game. And kind of things went downhill from there. So you know it was t- t- a tough night for him. But you know we've got everything kind of in front of us. Um, I was looking at the rankings this week. I was hopeful we'd maybe get a vote, but we didn't. So I think our, our path to the postseason now is to, to win the conference tournament. And I think that's what everybody's got their sights on. So we'll finish up today and then go into the conference tournament and try to try to get an automatic bid that way. But they are playing well. They're, they're a great group. They love being around each other. They love Coach Butcher. And uh, hopefully we can string together a couple wins in the conference tournament for them. Oh, definitely. And, yeah, in winning the conference tournament is not outside the realm of possibility, that's for sure, with the way this team has been in the strengths up and down the lineup. Well, well Mike, uh, before I let you go, uh, I'm, I'm not going to uh, not mention this, but uh, you were honored recently with the USF Diversity and Leadership and Service Award for 2021. Uh, congratulations, my friend. Well-deserved. And uh, keep doing what you do. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's uh, it's pretty humbling, man. Uh, when you when you you work with the people I work with every day, and we've gone through what we've gone through, and I think about our coaches and what they've done, and you know, I think about the the family that Coach Donnelly has over there in the football program, and you know, how could I teach him anything about 
you know, how to handle a group of diverse individuals and then get the most out of them. He does it every single year, and I'm, I'm honored to work around people like him and a lot of other people at USF. But it was it was cool, uh, you know, knowing that you get nominated by someone at USF and, and get selected. But uh, I'm just, just happy to be where I'm at and happy to play any role in, in whatever kind of effort we need to put forward at USF. But it was, uh, it was pretty cool, so I appreciate it. Well, thank you for everything you do. Mike, we'll talk to you next Saturday, and uh, go Cougars. Sounds good, my man. Thanks. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Michael Franke, President of the Fulmain Comets. K's were winners last night against Wheeling at the Coliseum. We'll talk about that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. The Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Former Homestead guard, now part of Marquette. Carissa McLaughlin, because of all the COVID situation and the extra year, is there a chance you could apply for a second year? Honestly, that might be something I want to research in. I know for sure I have one year. Carissa, I think at this point, with everything that's gone on, you can play until you're 35. <laughs> it's looking like that, honestly. <laughs> the Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Listen every weekday at 4 on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 Pro Resources is proud to present the 2021 Bowl for Kids Sake fundraiser to benefit Big Brothers Big Sisters. This Bowl for Kids Sake is one you won't want to miss. Kicking off the summer, we're introducing three ways to play in June. On June 19th, Big Brothers Big Sisters Bowl for Kids Sake is taking over the Tin Cap Stadium for a variety of games, drinks, snacks, and prizes. This year also includes a virtual option for all you trivia fans. And of course, no Bowl for Kids Sake season would be complete without the bowling. This revamped list of prizes has never been better. Upping the stakes and upping the fun. Participation has never been easier for Big Brothers Big Sisters Bowl for Kids Sake. Register with your team of fundraise, then come out to party. New year, new activities, same rules. Register your team today at www.bbbsnei.org or call Big Brothers Big Sisters at 260-456-600. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Say hello to simple you can savor. Below dissolvable nicotine lozenges are smoke-free and hassle-free and made to enjoy virtually anywhere. Why? Because they dissolve, but the flavor doesn't. So go ahead and enjoy on your time and on your terms. Below lozenges are available at a convenience store near you or at below.com. Get yours now. Website restricted to age 21 plus nicotine consumers. Nicotine products, underage sale prohibited. Hi, this is Ryan Newman, NASCAR Cup Series driver and champion for a great cause, driven to save lives and organ donation. Look, what I do is dangerous, and nobody's invincible, but we can all do something incredible to save the lives of others. That's why I want you to take a moment and register yourself as an organ donor, like me, at driventosavelives.org. You might just become somebody's real hero. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday, May 1st, 2021. 
Along with Justin Kenny from OPS and outside the huddle.net, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And I had a list of things uh, to talk with Michael Franke about uh, today. Uh, the Comets winning uh, last night 3-1 to over Wheeling and then uh, playing at Indy to, uh, or at Wheeling tonight uh, in that home-and-home. And then Indy, because of the fact that Florida had to cancel, now they're at Indy on Sunday and then again on Tuesday. But... Uh, just got some sad news, and uh, Michael, good morning, sir, and I'll, I'll let you uh, tell the listeners. Good morning, uh, Jim. Yes, uh, sadly, we found out this morning uh, that Comet Hall of Fame member Teddy Wright passed away uh, overnight down in Florida. Um, I don't have any more details on that. Uh, uh, Ted, uh, of course, played for the Comets in the 60s and early 70s, and uh was thrown into a coaching duty with the team uh, at the beginning of uh, a season in the early 70s uh, to fill a spot, uh, uh, and unfortunately that didn't work out well for him. But uh, uh, Ted and his wife Betty moved to Florida about 18, 19 years ago. But uh, we just talked to him several weeks ago, and he and his wife and uh, best friend down there were at the Comet South Carolina games uh, several weeks ago when we played down there on the weekend. And uh, so uh, very sad news uh, to, to hear, uh, you know, he was uh, he's probably one of the, the better defensemen to ever play Comet hockey and probably was uh, uh, probably one of the toughest Comets ever. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, was a super guy. Uh, I, I I had the pleasure of uh, of knowing him even when I was a kid. I went to school with his sons, Mark and Kevin, here in Fort Wayne. Uh, we all went to St. John's on Fairfield Avenue, and uh, so you know, we pass our sympathy along to Betty and the whole family today. And uh, you know, it's just uh, just a sad day. It is, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Teddy wore number eight for the Comets back then. Yep. And uh, and yeah, the man never showed any kind of fear of anything whatsoever during his playing career and after. And I know uh, he was he was uh, very close friends with with uh, the late Don and, and then Shar Rodenbeck, uh, uh, Kevin and Tom and Kirk's father uh, and yeah. mother, and uh, and they were close friends. I, I worked for them. I'm over at Sports Center in the Village of Country, and I'll tell you what, Michael. One day, Teddy came into Sports Center, and I mean, there was one of my heroes from the '60s, the plethora of of comet heroes that I had back then. He walked through the doors, and and I I was just like a a starstruck school kid again, and uh, just just and he was larger than life, and just uh, what a great personality, and just uh, he, he epitomized comet hockey. He really did. No, he really did, and. Uh... The first day that we had our press conference when we bought the team, my brother Steve stood at the podium and he said, uh, it all started with guys like Teddy, Lenny, and Eddie. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, he was talking about Teddy Wright, Lenny Thornson, and Eddie Long. And, uh, you know, it, uh, that, you know they were fixtures there at the, at the in that front end. Uh, won championships. Uh, you know raised their family here. Uh, Ted and Betty really epitomized um, that uh, 
level of of staying here in Fort Wayne, raising your family. Um, uh, Betty uh, and Ted had great post uh, hockey careers after Ted retired uh, here in Fort Wayne uh, in the business community, and uh, you know just uh, just super super people. And uh, but uh, you know it's it's all different now and. Uh, as we get older, uh, not many of the guys stick around here anymore because uh, the league is different. And uh, but uh, you know, like I said, he was a fixture. He was a tough man. He was a disciplinarian, and uh, his kids were very disciplined. And uh, I bet he's just a sweet lady. And uh, I know uh, it's going to be very difficult for her, although her daughter lives down in that area. So. Uh, you know, just just a sad day, and uh, he loved the comets. He loved the comets, and uh, uh, you know, he just uh, he was a great ambassador for comet hockey. Indeed, wasn't one of the the big stories about Teddy was when he took on an entire opposing bench. And I'm trying to think if it was just him alone, or he and maybe Cal. Or, or somebody like that uh, basically challenged an entire, and I don't, I can't even remember if it was the Dayton Gems or who it was, but I, I can. Well, I, it, it may have been. I know Pembroke and Purinton took on uh, took on Flint one yeah. night yeah, at I remember the Coliseum that. on a Wednesday night. Uh, I was lucky enough to be there for that. Uh, but uh, Ted, uh, Ted did not. He he never backed down from anybody. Mm-hmm. He fought, you know, Laboda. He fought, fought uh, Prediger. Uh, he fought the Bailey twins. Uh, he fought them all. And uh, he was never any worse uh, uh, for, for it. And uh, he stuck up for his teammates. And I guess you could call him uh, a true policeman back when that was part of the game yes yes and oh you you mentioned ted laboda oh my gosh i don't i almost completely forgotten about that and of course ivan prediger was a comet at one time too in the baileys bob bailey i remember him i think he was in dayton uh quite a bit of his career too but oh yeah my goodness uh well teddy teddy wright uh uh leaving a lot of memories of, of fort wayne comet hockey uh uh with the fans and uh my goodness uh quickly uh michael before uh, we were up against the clock, but uh, the Comets winners last night over Wheeling three to one. Go to Wheeling tonight, and then Sunday will now be in Indy as opposed to Florida coming to town. Correct? Yes. Uh, you know, we we just about made it. We tried to get through the season without any COVID issues. Thankfully, we haven't had any. Uh, but Florida had some issues. Uh, it would not have been safe for them to fly up here. They were to play in Indy last night and tonight, and then here in Fort Wayne tomorrow. <clears throat> so we re, uh, had to redo the schedule. Uh, we will keep our game in Wheeling tonight. We will go to Indy tomorrow uh, to help them make up one of their games that they lost this weekend. And then our makeup home date for the tomorrow game will be on Wednesday, May the 12th at 730. So... It's uh, it's kind of a goofy deal, but 
I guess we're fortunate enough to have made it to May before we had one of these. True. And, and Michael, we had a text that came in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line that asked, uh, do you have, is there a, a way to share the, the approximate percentage of comets who've gotten their first and second uh, vaccine shots and, and are fully yes, vaccinated? All, the, all of the comet players, except a couple who have chosen not to get it, and the reason they chose not to get it is they believe they had it, and and they're they're in a situation where they uh, their their physicians are not concerned about it. And then the rest of the players will get their second vaccination. I believe it's on the tenth of May. So um, come playoff time, uh, the entire team will be totally vaccinated in that two week period of time. Very good. Very good, Michael. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and and thank you for sharing the news of Teddy Wright's passing with us and the listeners. Uh, We do appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. That was Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Commons, in our weekly comment chat. That's going to do it. Thanks to Heidi Klein-Richard for telling us all about that 550-player USA Pickleball Regional coming to Fort Wayne in June at Wildwood. Thanks to Mike Nutter for joining us, uh, talking about opening day at Parkview Field. Thanks to Mike McCaffrey for our weekly Cougar Chat. And thanks to Michael Franke, the Fort Wayne Comments. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.